Hello there and welcome into another edition of The Intersection with conversation highlights from the Meeting House on Faith Radio about a variety of topics, including news, information, and lifestyles approached from a Christian worldview perspective. This edition of The Intersection features material from the recent National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Orlando, and I want to lead off with John Fuller, the co-host of the radio program Focus on the Family, who highlights the subject matter to which people are responding and shares about the importance of adhering to biblical truth against the current cultural backdrop. Then there's more from Faith Radio Meeting House Media Central at NRB with Barry McGuire of Ignite America and Revival Outside the Walls, who offers some thought-provoking and motivational comments for Christians in sharing what God has done. And on this edition of The Intersection, you'll be hearing from two outstanding pro-life ministry leaders who visited with me at NRB. First, you'll be hearing from Brad Mattis of Life Issues Institute, who provides insight into the current state of the pro-life movement and the importance of being involved. Finally, it's Abby Johnson from And Then There Were None and Pro-Love Ministries, bringing her own unique perspective on current topics that are facing pro-life Christians. This is The Intersection, a production of The Meeting House. I'm Bob Crittenden. At the 2023 National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Orlando, I had the opportunity to chat with John Fuller, co-host of Focus on the Family. He highlighted in our conversation the subject matter to which people are responding and talked about the importance of adhering to biblical truth against the current cultural backdrop. From that NRB conversation, this is John Fuller now. How long have you been at Focus on the Family? How long yeah. have you been doing this? Uh, this is my 26th NRB, I think. I've been wow. at, at Focus for almost 32 years. Yeah. So it's uh, it's the rich relationships throughout the hallways that are really come for, the connecting, yep. the networking. And, of course, the highlight, Bob, is being on your show. Well, you are very kind. It is always great to to see you and to find out how God is working yeah. through Focus on the Family. Of course, listeners can hear Focus every weekday morning at 830. You are the co-host. Jim Daly, president of Focus on the Family, is the host. And, you know, I was talking about keeping people informed and inspired. Tell me mm-hmm. just a bit about how it is that... Focus on the family selects the type of content that you present to people. Yeah, I love talking about this because we get about 1,200 show uh, suggestions that make their way to my team, and they've got a process and a structure. And, Bob, we have five key areas. It's evangelism, marriage, parenting, engaging the culture uh, biblically, and then standing for life and advocacy for life. Those are the five key ministry indicators the key pillars of the Mm. ministry. And so we make programming to fulfill the mission objectives of the various quarterbacks, if you will, the leaders of those teams. And so uh, out of the 1,200 or so ideas that come through, we try to select the ones that fit those objectives and their strategies and that communicate well. There are some authors who are, are probably not the best verbal communicators, There are some people that can talk, but they don't really have the structure of a book. Uh, There are people with a heart and a story and a message, and they don't need a book, but they tell it well. And so we look for all sorts of different qualities, meeting the needs, equipping our audience, and inspiring further action. Uh, That's kind of how we whittle it down from 1,200 to effectively about 170 show titles a year. Wow. And that does sound like, I I think when you think about the 
the work that goes into focus on the family and making those guest determinations. I know a little bit about that. Yes. <laughs> you and, know, and that you my obviously need to raise the... your standard a bit because here I am again. <laughs> so, but, so you might find it interesting, by the way, that the top shows for the year thus far are by and large evangelism and discipleship oriented. So well, the shows that bring people into a deeper walk with Christ and equip them to live in these really uncertain and challenging times, those are really resonating. I mean, we always have parenting calls and concerns. We're always doing work in the, on the marriage side. That's two-thirds to three-fourths of our schedule. But that fundamental uh, bedrock of the Christian faith, the, the, the Bible and the teachings of the Word and how to get into God and live with Him more deeply, that's really where our listeners are at these days. Mm. John Fuller joining us today here on the Beating House on Faith Radio, co-host of Focus on the Family. Heard weekday mornings at 8.30 here on Faith Radio. We are at Faith Radio Meeting House Media Central at the 2023 National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Orlando. Well, John, that is instructive, I think, when we look at the thirst that people have to grow in Christ. You mentioned these areas of evangelism and discipleship. Mm -hmm. From your perspective... What is that an indicator of? Well, first, let me say that that's the heartbeat of the ministry. That's uh -huh. why Dr. Dobson started the ministry. And we've always let it be very clearly known that we are a Christian organization and we're built to help bring people into the kingdom and walk better with Christ. That's our, that's our driving motivation. We do it through the family. So I think the, the family handle is something that a lot of people come to us uh, with because they're grabbing onto something for their own family. We all have hiccups. We all have challenges. But when they come, ultimately, there's a deeper purpose in life that you have to address. Mm -hmm. and, and the creator of the family, we recognize, is God. Um, and, and he built the family to reflect him, himself, in the culture and in the world. And so as we have that understanding, I think people are realizing this is a crazy world. John Fuller of Focus on the Family here on The Intersection. You can learn more by going to the website, focusonthefamily.com. It's back now to Faith Radio Meeting House Media Central at the 2023 NRB Convention in Orlando. Barry McGuire of Ignite America, who is heard on the radio feature of the same name, emphasized the importance of Christians sharing their faith in Christ and he highlighted material contained in the book entitled Ignite Your Life, Defeat Fear with Effortless Faith. Here now from that conversation is Barry McGuire. As you were sharing with me earlier about the concept of the book, so often we try to complicate things with respect to living the Christian life. And to me, you have discovered the keys to living a not only an ignited life, but you have discovered the simplicity of actually living oh, it's that It's so easy. We don't have to life. get out of our comfort zones. Uh, <laughs> we just don't. We don't have to do anything. We can start right now. Folks, you can start right now. Just start loving them. But do it in the name of Jesus. Don't just be a good person. You know, most evangelicals, okay. they think they're, being, they're sharing their faith by being a good person. And they get lots of, uh, you know, uh, call-outs for that. But anyway, what a wonderful person they were. That does nothing for getting people to God. And so that, that's, there's nothing about sharing faith in that. But when you do that, 
and you do that and you just give favor to God in any simple way. Just say, God love you. You know, God, God just has loved me to love you like this. There's a million ways to say it. But when you're doing that, they understand you're a good person, not just because you're a good person, you're a good person because you're full of God. And they want what you have, and that'll bring them to you so quickly. It'll take your breath away how um, interested the lost are in finding God today. Over 80% yep. of all non-Christians are searching for God today. Isn't that amazing? But only 1% of us are sharing. That's the problem. They're not the problem. They're lost. We're the problem is we're not sharing our faith. we got to get off the bench and get into the game. When you look at this area of fear. There's so much fear, there's concern, there's all sorts of, of worry about various things, the state of the world today that keep us bound in fear. So you mentioned something I think is very key. If we are acting in faith by sharing our faith, that provides a counter to the power of fear. And we know, I just let me fact check you on this, the power of faith is greater than the power of fear. Is that, is, is, there's no comparison. Is that a correct statement? Okay, so <laughs> back, that is a fact check. That is a fact. Mm. So the question is, how can we be more effective as far as living in the, you know, if we want to drive out fear in our own lives, yeah. how can we be more effective as far as igniting or activating that faith? Yeah. Well, first off, when you, when you don't have faith, when you, when you're living in fear, you don't have faith without faith. It's impossible to please God without faith. You can't share your faith. So Satan has literally paralyzed, I would say sterilized us as Christians, about 30 million of us that really know the Lord in America. He's happy to just keep us right there, sterilizing us with fear so that we can't, we can't uh, reproduce ourselves. That's, that's it. We have to break out of, of that. And then to do it is just love on people. It's not hard to love on people. You just love on people and let God uh, orchestrate the conversation, give you the word to say. It's so easy. There's no training required. You get, you know, the moment you get out of your comfort zone or you get people out of their comfort zone, it goes south. You don't want to do that. And people don't get mad at you when you say, do you know God loves you? I have people, I mean, it's just the most amazing thing. And I'll just say, do you know God loves you? No, he can't love me. And, you know, after all, oh, yeah, he loves you. Right. Do you know he loves you as much as he's ever loved anybody? I've never had anybody get mad at me. I've never I've never <laughs> been persecuted. I'm sorry. 50 years of sharing my faith. I've never had anybody upset with me or feeling overwhelmed by me. I just sensitive love on people. And if they're not interested, I'm not going to argue with anybody. I don't want to argue with anybody. <laughs> I just want to love on people and lead them to God's love. And when you do that, it's amazing how it just doors open all over the place. And every day you're stepping away from an amazing uh, conversation that not only lifts their faith, but lifts our faith. And that keeps me, you know, alive and ignited. That's the term ignite your life is, is mm. what really happens when we get off the bench and into the game and start sharing our faith. Barry McGuire here on The Intersection. You can find out more by going to Ignite America. Com. This is the Intersection Podcast, a weekly production of The Meeting House, and you can learn more through meetinghouseonline.info or by visiting the programming section at faithradio.org. Through the Meeting House homepage, you'll find a link to the Media Center, the place you can go to listen to or download full conversation featuring recent guests on The Meeting House program and The Intersection Podcast. You can also find links to the podcast 
to the Media Center as well as its Apple Podcast feed. Plus, you can link to the Faith Radio YouTube channel where you can watch video clips of Meeting House guests. Two blogs are accessible. One is The Three with three stories of relevance to the Christian community. There's also The Front Room with devotional thoughts and commentary from The Meeting House. And you can follow me on Twitter and access The Meeting House Facebook page. Again, that website address is meetinghouseonline.info or you can visit the programming section at faithradio.org. Conversations from The Meeting House can also be found through the Faith Radio app and a variety of podcast and a variety of podcast platforms, including Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, and other platforms. Just search for Faith Radio Podcast. Continuing now with this edition of The Intersection, it's back to Faith Radio Meeting House Media Central at the 2023 National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Orlando, where I had the opportunity to talk with the co-founder and president of Life Issues Institute. His name is Brad Mattis. In our conversation, he related comments about the after-effects of the Dobbs decision and the overturning of Roe v. Wade and some of the trends regarding the sanctity of life that have emerged. Here now from that conversation is Brad Mattis. I think what caught a lot of us pro-lifers off guard was just the level of spiritual warfare that was unleashed. Yeah. You know, uh, I've said many years, for many years, that abortion is one of Satan's most effective tools to drag souls away from Jesus. And he wasn't going to let that go without a fight. And now we're seeing that on a spiritual level, a demonic level, that we haven't seen before. And um, I think anybody who's paying attention will understand the domestic terrorism, the anger, uh, the vitriol, not only in the streets and in front of pregnancy centers, but in state legislatures where uh, members are standing up and totally losing it and having temper tantrums because they don't get their way on pro-life legislation. Mm. And that's very in, that's very interesting that you would, would say that. I think it's something we need to continue to keep in front of our listeners is the fact that there is a spiritual element. We have to understand this is spiritual warfare. When yes. we talk about the termination of the life of, of an unborn child, that is murder. We know what the Bible has to say about that. It is pure evil. And so when we look at the termination of, of any life, and when we look at the termination of unborn life, we recognize that, yes, there is a spiritual element. And it seems like that you have more and more people who are elected by citizens of various states who are intent on approving abortion all nine months of pregnancy, even those children that survive an abortion attempt, that their lives are not even safe. And this is something I think is, and you know, and I know you've been in the pro-life movement for, for quite some time. I've been in Christian broadcasting. I've not seen the, the degree of just outright hostility to the life of the unborn as we're seeing during this season. Well, we who work in it, are immersed in it, have seen evidence of this beforehand. Um, it wasn't as visible as it is now, however. But yes, we were trying to pass legislation in Congress that would give babies protection, basic 
uh, medical treatment that's appropriate for babies that age if they survive a late-term abortion. And, of course, we are getting pushback from the Democrat Party as that legislation was debated. Um, we have seen this play out in some cases as a preview to Roe being overturned, states anticipating this. Really, the writing was on the wall that the, the makeup of the Supreme Court had changed to those, thanks to uh, appointments made by President Donald Trump, that they were strict constructionists. In other words, they, they did not legislate from the bench. And some states, in anticipation of that, passed extreme legislation that not only allowed abortion on demand until birth, but as we said, as you mentioned, um, for infanticide, literally, of babies mm -hmm. who survived late-term abortions left on a cold stainless steel uh, table to die of exposure or um, having fluid in their lungs and suffocating. Well, Brad, something, and there are several things that we've talked about already. One of the things I wanted to mention, because I think it really is something that people should understand about the nature of what took place with the Dobbs decision and the overturning of Roe v. Wade, because we talk about in the pro-life movement that this actually turned the decision of abortion back to the individual states. Now, that does not preclude legislation that might be pass on the federal level. You mentioned a born alive bill. We've seen pain capable legislation that has been introduced. So pro-life legislation is still something that can be passed via Congress and the overturning of Roe does not prevent that from taking place. Oh, absolutely. And it does. As some of our friends, pro-life organizations in Washington, D.C., um, are working very hard to make sure Congress remember that their job is not finished because as it stands without federal protection two-thirds of the babies in america are subject to extreme abortion laws that we're seeing in california illinois new jersey uh, minnesota so yes a solid case can be made for the necessity of pro federal pro-life legislation to protect all children. Brad Mattis here on The Intersection. You can learn more by going to the website lifeissues.org. Finally, on this edition of The Intersection podcast from the 2023 National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Orlando, former Planned Parenthood Clinic Director Abby Johnson, the founder and CEO of And Then There Were None and founder of Pro-Love Ministries, shared her observations regarding the pro-life movement and the importance of Christians being involved. Here now from that conversation is Abby Johnson. I did see that overturning Roe was, it was, it was on the horizon. So I did see that that was coming. And I thought, you know, now is the time for the church to be the church. Mm -hmm. And we've got women all over this nation that are looking for heroes. They are looking for someone to step up and to say, you're not alone. I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to accompany you on this journey. No matter how hard it gets, no matter how bumpy the road gets, I'm going to stand with you. And so that's really what we have allowed people to do through our support line love line and people can go and find out more about that at loveline.com but in the past three years since we started loveline we have provided comprehensive case management 
for over 4,200 women, and that represents about 10,000 children. And so it's a beautiful ministry. It's a beautiful thing that people can, can get involved with. And it's really a response to the abortion movement saying, you only care about women if they're pregnant. Mm. And we say, no, yeah. absolutely not. We are walking with them and we are loving them as long as they need us. And, and that's exactly what we do. Abby Johnson joining us today here on The Meeting House on Faith Radio from And Then There Were None and Pro-Love Ministries. This is The Meeting House, the NRB Convention in Orlando 2023. Well, Abby, it's been less than a year since Roe v. Wade was overturned, the Dobbs decision. And again, it's something we should be celebrating. Mm -hmm. But we also recognize that Roe, the, the overturning of Roe was not the Yes, it was the end of an era, so to speak, but was also the beginning of a new era. And we recognize it's a great opportunity for the pro-life movement to be equipped. And we also recognize, of course, you are very well aware of the ways of Planned Parenthood. Mm -hmm. They're not going to they're not just going to roll over and quit. And we can see, I mean, in state after state, the pro-abortion forces are really attempting to gain some sort of foothold. Some states mm-hmm. are more more leaning toward that than others. But yeah. but comment on on what you see is the or are the dynamics of what's mm-hmm. taking place with respect to the advancement of the pro-life movement as well as what the pro-abortion people are up to. Yeah, so, you know, Bob, I think we're going to, and I think we are seeing sort of this extreme polarization. So, you know, red states are going to be, they're going to turn very deep red, right? And blue states are going to be very dark blue. So that's what we're starting to see. So, um, you know, where states were blue and allowed abortion, they are now really doubling down. And they're saying, not only do we allow abortion, but we want state tax dollars to pay for it. We want to not just allow abortion through the second trimester, but we're going to go all the way. We're going to allow abortion here through all 40 weeks of pregnancy. State taxpayers are going to pay for it. We're going to allow abortion through for any reason Mm -hmm. through all 40 Mm -hmm. weeks. Abby Johnson here on The Intersection. You can learn more by going to abbyjj.com. Well, we are nearing the end of this week's edition of the Intersection Podcast, a weekly production of The Meeting House. You can learn more through meetinghouseonline.info or through the programming section at faithradio.org. When you reach the Meeting House homepage, you'll find a link to the Media Center. That's where you can go to listen to or download full conversations with recent guests featured on the Intersection Podcast and the Meeting House radio program. You can also find links to the podcast, to the Media Center, as well as its Apple podcast feed. Plus, you can watch video of Meeting House guests by accessing the Faith Radio YouTube channel. There is a link from the Meeting House homepage. Two blogs are accessible. One is The Front Room with devotional thoughts and commentary from the Meeting House. There's also The Three with three stories of relevance to the Christian community. And you can follow me on Twitter and access the Meeting House Facebook page. Again, the website address is meetinghouseonline.info, or you can go to the programming section at faithradio.org. Thanks for joining me for this week's edition of the Intersection Podcast. I'm Bob Crittenden.